Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. All right, welcome to a Warrior Mindset uh, jam sesh. So it's Friday here, and uh, I've got my coffee in me, and I'm feeling pretty good. And um, just thought I would try these out and see how they go over. I want to do uh, Instagram sesh and uh, just kind of go through some things that I've found on the Instagram that uh, I sort of catalog away and, and help me. Um, things that I like to think deep about and uh, meditate on. And so uh, I, a while back, decided to just kind of spend more time. I mean, it sounds weird to be like, I'm going to spend more time of my social media time. But uh, I try to be active because, you know, it's for uh, business to begin with. But also I try not to just uh, spend empty time on the internet and I sort of liken that to like empty calories right so like um, you know alcohol and and like sweet tea and, and and stuff like that it's just empty calories you get no nutritional value from it so I try to make sure that the time I spend um, on social media and the internet in general is some time that I can pull something from not empty calories is the way I like to think about it. I don't know if that helps you. Um, so here we go. want to go through some things. Uh, the, and I'll link these up in the, in the post as well so you can go and get them um, for yourself. Um, this first one here, and I made an a, a Instagram video of this this morning. Um, this, this episode probably comes out a few days later, but uh, you can go back and look at that. Uh, control is just another word for scared. This one comes at us from... Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I've been uh, following Gary uh, for a very long time myself. Um, he, uh, a little backstory, you can look him up, but um, uh, man, at least at least 12 years ago, um, met this guy. He was already pretty well known uh, in the online and social media space for selling, uh, reviewing wine. He had a wine tasting show on the internet that was pretty friggin' huge. Um, and then he was known for his, his ability to, uh, get the word out about his, his show and everything. Um, and so he started doing talks on the, uh, web design conference, web marketing conference circuit, to which I was a part of uh, about 10 years ago, and that's how I got to know this guy. Uh, I got to meet him uh, personally and talk to him a couple of times before he's, now he is considerably a bigger commodity, um, both online, offline, and in the business world, and uh, deservedly so, because the guy's worked very, very hard and earns everything that he has. But he has this really great, great quote, control is just a cute word for scared. He says, don't be confused, managers and leaders and C-suite execs, you're not confusing me. Uh, and I, 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 this is an important. Um, 
if you are the type of person that really feels the need to control uh, everything, it, it usually is indeed uh, cover for your fears, your anxieties. So think about that when you start to feel that nervous energy to control uh, your environment, control conversation, control uh, things that might be happening, you know, heading it off at the pass or whatever. It, it's usually from your anxieties and your fears and the simple fact that you cannot seem to um, let it go and be comfortable with things happening um, because you're, you're worried about something. Um, some might say insecure. Um, but, you, you know, if you're, you're going to fully grow as a person, you have to be willing to endure the unexpected, right? Um, another, another spin on that is uh, this great quote from Bruce Lee, the Bruce Lee account on Instagram. Don't fear failure. Not failure, but low aim is the crime. In great attempts, it is glorious even to fail. And that is legit. So a lot of people are, it goes back to that control, to that insecurity, to that fear. A lot of people are scared to fail, not because of the failure or the actual loss, personal loss, but of the um, uh, <laughs> how do I say it without sounding like a complete jerk? You're, you're just worried about what other people think of you, right? Your, your loss, the loss in other people's eyes in your, your, uh, you know, your street cred or whatever you're going to feel like you're going to lose because you don't succeed in something is what you're afraid of, right? You're f afraid of being in the public. It's usually, um, from ego, you know, you got, you got to let that go. Um, and honestly, the, the biggest regret you're going to have is that you never tried. And I know all of this is like cliche stuff, right? I mean, it's, it's Instagram posts, obviously, but I just want to talk a little bit more about them. And that's why I'm doing this. Um, but, but based on his quote, I mean, you can see that if you shoot for the stars, if you try to do something really, really huge, even if you don't reach that goal, let's say you get halfway there, it's, you've still accomplished a lot. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short and a lot of people are just complacent to just sit at home and do nothing because they're scared of that, of the effort and the reach and the potential social clout loss or whatever, however you want to put it, um, they don't actually accomplish anything, right? And so time goes by. And, you know, we've all got that friend that talks about the good old days and how things were in high school and, and it's like, you know, dude, why didn't you just keep, why didn't you keep trying? Why did you stop? You know, um, Mark Manson, I, I've started following this, uh, guy. Um, he wrote the book, the subtle art of not giving a F and, um, uh, a friend of mine turned me on to him. I didn't like the idea of it at first, um, but then I, I really read into it and, and what he stands for and some of the things that he posts constantly. He posts a lot, um, but it's, it's all really good stuff. And uh, I'll read this one here. I can't stress this enough, but pain is part of the process. It's important to feel it. 
Because if you just chase after highs to cover up the pain, if you continue to indulge in entitlement and delusional positive thinking, if you continue to overindulge in various substances or activities, then you'll never generate the requisite motivation to actually change. Right? Literally, no pain, no gain. Um, and that's sort of part of it too, like, right? Like maybe your fear is not necessarily... Um, you know, the fear of failure in other people's eyes or the fear of judgment by other people. Maybe that's not, you know, maybe it's not complete insecurity. Maybe it's simply the fact that you're afraid to feel the pain or you're afraid, like the physical pain, maybe in the case of, you know, getting physically fit or whatever it is. Um, Definitely emotional change. You're literally afraid of feeling bad feelings. You're literally afraid of feeling bad feelings pain, whatever it is, if you just spend your time trying to find the thing that makes you feel good and hiding from those things that may, might make you feel bad or whatever, you're, you're never going to get there, right? I mean, think back to anything that's happened to you in your life. Anything of substance had some level of pain, of, of some level of torment or some level of um, of effort that you had to put into it. And that's where it comes from, right? And I think as a society in general, we are guilty of overindulging in just the most mundane, like easy lifestyle, feel good bullshit that we can find. And it's literally killing us. Because fears grow when you don't take action, right? Resilience grows when you do take action. That's where anxiety comes from. I know most of the time when I've felt anxiety, real anxiety, and I've had it, it's because I wasn't doing something I was supposed to be doing, right? Or I wasn't completely truthful about something I should have been to the people I should have been truthful to. Right, and it generated a lot of anxiety because I had to live with that, right? And then it created fear and pain. And in order to climb out of that, in order to make change for real, you have to face that stuff, right? You have to take action. You have to do things. That's where confidence comes from. You can, we've all seen a completely arrogant person, and that's just, you know, they're just an asshole. So we're not talking about, like, fake arrogance or just, you know, loud mouths. We're talking about truly people who have true confidence, right? They're, they're, they're humble, but they're confident in themselves. They're humble, but they know that they can get done what they need to get done, and they don't, they don't need to talk about it. You just see them doing it. That's who I want to be. I don't know about you. This is a cool one from, uh, it's an excerpt from Leadership Strategy and Tactics, a field manual by Jocko, um, posted on Echelon Front, which is his company, I guess. Um, It's all on you, but not about you. And that is, uh, man, this is deep. Um, And I have been talking about this in a way uh, with a lot of my... um, 
a lot of my students, my, my karate students. And I think that um, and one of the things I've, I've been lamenting is how do I get uh, us to begin to gel as a team, right? And, and in, the, in the fitness, uh, I want to use the word CrossFit, but the fitness classes that I coach, it's sort of the same thing. I want the, the class to be a team, not that it's teamwork, not that it's like team workouts or, you know, they're literally like handing each other barbells or whatever. I mean, like, I want you to be there for yourself, obviously, but also for your teammates. I want you to, to understand that you get better when everyone around you is better. It's like when you play golf or tennis or whatever, you know, you, you always play to the level of the person that's with you. Well, life is like that. If you all show up and you all show up for each other and you all get better for yourself and for everyone else, well, then it's going to raise your level of play, raise your level of expectations as a group, and you're going to benefit from that more so than if you're just that lone wolf. And that's one of the things that I'm, I'm struggling trying to coach into uh, my students' classes and, and the, the fitness classes and stuff, and, I, and I've always struggled with that. Uh, but this quote is really good in kind of getting your brain there, is that it's all on you but not about you in that, yeah, we, you know, we train together, we work out together, everything, you know, but if, if it's up to me to sort of, if, if I'm in there with everyone and it's up to me to be part of that team individually, it's up to me to reach out. And if everyone's doing that, if everyone's there, um, and putting it on themselves to be good team members, if you're there and putting it on yourself to be there for everyone else, well, then it is all about it is all about you at the end of the day because you're going to reap the benefits. You're going to reap the rewards of that. It's just a good one. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's get into this one. Um, from uh, Ryan Mickler. And, and you know, I, I'm going to say lately I have not really enjoyed a lot of his stuff. And it's not, I don't think it's really just him. Um, I'm not picking on him uh, because of, of that. I think, um, you know, I'm not really enjoying a lot of stuff because it's like political, see, it's like presidential elections coming up and the world is just on fire and everybody's being jerks to each other. And, um, I just don't enjoy that, and I don't enjoy that energy, and, um, you know, it's just not fun, right? Uh, so I don't know if it's just him, where his brain is, or whatever. He's made some, I, I kind of read them as political. He usually gets eaten up in the comments, and, you know, hell, I got baited in to, to making a comment, too, trying to be like, clarify please sort of a thing, but this one is a good one. One day you're going to wake up and realize it's too late to say and do the things that went left unsaid and undone. Man, what a deep one. Um, before, before I went into uh, my, uh, my black belt test, um, where, where, I, where I train, we have very... Uh, very intense. It's 72 hours long, constant work, no sleep, 
um, very unknown and unknowable. <laughs> um, and, and I wasn't, I'm going to be real, I wasn't scared to, like, die. I mean, it wasn't going to happen. Um, but, you know, I sort of approached it that way. I approached it like I approached that test and my second-degree test as, like, going to war. I, what I imagine, I've never gone to war, but what I imagine. Um, I was trying to get my brain right. And it just triggered something. And I, I don't even remember what I was reading. I was reading some samurai book or something. but um, And it just triggered me to use the time, the last bit of time I had up until I was going to do it, my prep time, to just make sure and say things that I felt like needed to be said. It wasn't like revenge, you know, like I'm going to tell you off. It was more... If there are people that you love, you know, let them know that you do and, and why and where they fit in your life if they're important. You know, I'm not saying you go out and tell someone who you don't care about, hey, I don't care about you. That's not, I'm talking about, you know, if, if you're lucky enough to still have parents alive and, and you enjoy them and you get along and they're important to you, take the time to let them know. If you're, if you're married, your husband, wife, or your partner, or whatever. Take the time to let them know where they fit, where, where, what they've done for you, and, and how much you truly care for them. I, I wrote letters to my family um, individually and let them know some things. You know, my, my dad has cancer, and he's not going to be here forever. And, um, you know, I just let him know. And, you know, we haven't always gotten along. I haven't seen eye to eye our entire life. But I just let him know, like, what I thought, how he fit, what I had gotten from watching him over the years, what I learned, um, you know, the lessons he taught me and, and the things I carry with me every day because of him. Um, I let him know those things. Same with my wife and then my two sons. I, I let them know and I let them know to a lot of the same things I'm saying here. I let them know to, to, to you know, to reach, to try, to work hard, to care about things. Um, because it's like Ryan here says, you know, one day, one day it's going to be too late, right? One day those things that have left been left unsaid will stay that way. And, you know, it's something that I try to do um, on a daily basis. I, I try not to leave anyone confused or feeling um, confused about where they fit with me or, or what I feel. Um, now that said, there are there are times where, like with my students, I'm I'm trying to teach them a lesson, and that may be something that goes over the course of you know time, you know, a few days or whatever. Where, but I don't know that that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm I'm you know they still all know that I care and and where they fit. Um, I just this one this post spoke to me, and uh, I wanted to share that. Um, because I think I think we all need to make sure we do this. It's important. Um, last one here, a little deeper. Um, it's from the Warrior Collective. Which, if, if you're a martial artist and you're not following the Warrior Collective, you're kind of missing out on a lot of stuff. They cover a lot of different martial arts, and um, they even get into you know the the coaching side of it, right? Um, 
and, and this is interesting, and, and there's always this conversation. So this one, you coach martial arts, but what is it you teach? <laughs> right? Interesting dichotomy here. Um, so is there a separation between the two, or are they one and the same thing? So if you're into martial arts in an instructional capacity, if you're a coach, a mentor, a teacher, instructor, a sensei, or whatever, a professor, <laughs> whatever, um, you know, where, where is it? Where's the martial and where's the art, right? Where's the, the combat and where's the spiritual development? And for me... Um, for me, they're one and the same. Like, they go hand in hand. If I'm doing one, I should be doing the other because they're both just as important in my mind. What's the point of developing your physical skills in the martial landscape, in, in combat, in um, anything like that with, without developing, your, you know, the spiritual side, the mental side, the... You know, the five mountains, as Mark Devine puts it, you know, of the five mountains, physical abilities is one of them. Physical, mental, spiritual, intuitional. And then, you know, the warrior spirit in the end, bringing all that together. It's all equally important. And I will tell you, I've trained martial arts in several places. Um, probably the... Uh, Zen Shotokai, which is a branch of Shotokan, traditional uh, Japanese karate that I've got my, my two degrees in. I think um, it's where I'm getting this from. Like, you know, I didn't pull it out of a, you know, magic hat, but uh, it is one and the same in that art. You know, we, we work on physical and mental, spiritual, everything together. Um, and I've trained in other I've trained in other arts, and I will tell you, you know, the jujitsu I've done, the muay thai I've done, it's it's not there as strong. Um, even some of the you know other sports I've done have been stronger, and I don't know I don't know if it's just uh, the folks I train with, or that I didn't get as far in it. Um, but it's what I've experienced, and um, I think this isn't a plea for you know everyone to just train in karate. But I, I think you should look at that if you're if you're training seriously and you're getting to that point, you should definitely look at what else am I being coached on? What else am I being taught? Um, it's great to be able to punch a guy in the face, but you know if you're not learning the control, if you're not learning the emotional control, if you're not being put in those environments where you are tested to have emotional control, if it's always just for sport or, you know, some of these folks where it's always just for like how to, how to retaliate and murder someone in a, in a, I'm using air quotes, self-defense scenario, which, you know, honestly, if you go down that rabbit hole, those guys, those people are usually pretty nutty, um, especially the knife guys, the knife knife fighters they're just it's just weird but um you know and it, and it's it's important because in a lot of martial arts 
in a lot of commercial martial arts, there's a lot more kids. There's a lot more people under the age of, you know, 15 training. And that's generally speaking where most of these places are going to get their money to stay open. Um, You know, (laughs) I mean, historically, you know, martial arts always been more than just another physical activity or sport. Um, especially when you're working with younger people, you definitely need to be bringing that to the table. And I will tell you, or I will ask you, and this is in one of the quotes, and this is an interesting one. Um, when you see someone just being awesome in the martial arts world, are you more inspired by their physical abilities and accomplishments or are you more inspired by who they have become as a result of that own, of their own um, self-development journey through martial arts and I'll ask you that which one are you more inspired by when you see that um, and is it truly a more deeper distinction between traditional and more modern commercialized martial arts, which I would put jujitsu in the more modern commercialized side than the more traditional. I use the word commercial. I, I don't know if you know what I mean, but I don't mean, um, I mean newer. I mean more Americanized. It's fascinating to me. Um, uh, let me know your thoughts if you listen to this all the way through. Let me see what you think about the end there. If anything else piques your interest, hit me up. Would love to uh, see what you think and uh, talk to you soon.